So this woman sent your Instagram to her friend, and he said, I want to give you an installation, an exposition. Yeah. Just like that. Boom. Yeah. First time. Yes. It was yes. really so hard how to did believe. You, yeah. How did you feel? What did that make you feel? Uh, fear. Artipus talks to French artist Manon Ginest in Paris about her very first art exhibit. Ever wondered what it's like to have an art exhibit? To have someone see the beauty in your creative soul and want to share it with the world? Hang it in a gallery and talk about it to complete strangers? The French call it exposé, which isn't at all terrifying. And the young artist Manon Ginest experienced just that at her very first art exhibit earlier this year in Paris, no less. Manon is completely self-taught, autodidacte, as you say in French. But her stark, powerful portraits have the intense, sure lines of a young Kandinsky and are as emotional and poignant as the work of Egon Schiele. Her work was exposed to the public earlier this year in her first exhibition ever, a solo show at La Métierie in Montreuil. I was in Paris in April and had a chat with Manon in the cozy new studios of World Radio Paris. With the help of the very talented Thomas Chamillarira, sound engineer on this episode, and resident hero at WRP. Manon and I talked about how she was discovered and what it was like to have her very first time. When I received the, the message on Instagram, I was uh, I couldn't believe it. At first, I was like, it's it's uh, it's a joke. How long did it take you to respond? Maybe an hour. <laughs> so you believed it fast enough. Yeah, yeah. but uh, so many emotions mm -hmm. came came in my mind. I was really surprised because I didn't think it could happen to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I don't respond enough. He, he will send the message to, to another. So I have to take the, the shot. Mm -hmm. So I had to respond fast. Yeah. It was really, really exciting too. So uh, mm -hmm. I was very sad to miss your exposition. I was really sad uh, that you were not there too. <laughs> so tell me about it. What was it like? What did I miss? Mm, it was um, really impressive to show my art for the first time. It was um, a relief too. Mm -hmm. There was a piece of my work that were really old. I felt like it was an achievement to show those pieces. Mm. Pieces that were, they were made um, sometimes in um, times of troubles. I didn't think one day they, they, they will be on the wall of some bar and some people, some random people will see them. Yeah, an achievement of maybe something bigger than me. It was really something strong and 
I was really shy during all the um, all the party, mm-hmm. and sometimes I didn't want to speak to anyone because I you felt overwhelmed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't know why I didn't. I think it's normal. Yeah, let's back up a little bit and let's talk about the space. The space is in Montreuil. Yeah. Okay, it's a gallery or a gallery bar cafe. Yeah, there's a um, big wall. A big uh, black wall. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's not that big, but it's kind of big. It's a place where they send natural wine. So it's uh, kind of cool. It's a boo-boo place. <laughs> so but, uh, it's cool. And uh, people are really relaxed and they they drink their wine. And, uh, and look at the paintings yeah. on the wall. So the night of the Venissage, you invited all your friends yeah. Yeah, and your family and everybody. What time did it begin? It began at uh, 7 and how many people were there at the very beginning? Maybe 10, 15, maybe. They, they arrived all at the time, so I, I, I was very surprised. Like They all just shut up. Yeah. Did they stay for the whole, that first group? Did they stay for the whole vernissage? Yeah, practically. Practically? Practically, mm-hmm. yeah. So then you had, you had this first group, and then you had more people come, yeah. I imagine, throughout the rest of the night. How many people do you think were there in total? 20, 25, 30 people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And some people that I didn't think that they, they will come. So I, I, was, uh, I was very honored and uh, mm-hmm. surprised. Really an emotional night. Yeah? Yeah. Um, did you have some wine? Yeah, a little bit too much. A little bit too much? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you went to sleep that night, what was what was passing through your head? Mm, my sister, my big sister, she she gave me flowers, and it was really beautiful. I I, I didn't expect that, so mm-hmm. I was wow. It, and and when uh, when I went to sleep, I put them in a vase just uh, next to my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was um, the the very last thing I um, I watched before I before you um, went to sleep. Yeah, before I went to sleep. So how did you have this um, exposition? Did they find you, or did you send your work around, or was it just a conversation? So I met a woman uh, with with Pôle Emploi. It's a French uh, thing. The job. Yeah, job thing. We we had a stage uh, with um, something that is uh, supposed to help you find a career and uh, yeah a career, and uh, we we met and we we had a chat and uh, we went to museum together and we we became friend. She showed my Instagram to a friend of her. He really liked it because he he, he ran the gallery in Montreuil. And uh, he wanted to do a, a show, the theme of the portrait. And um, he sent me a message on my Instagram, and, and then uh, I accepted to do to do the show. And uh, so you found the best agent at the unemployment office ever, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. Did you? She, she's she's really great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. When I met you, you were still figuring out which direction you wanted to go in yeah, with your life. And, and it lasted so long. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, You're, you're young. <laughs> it didn't last that long. It's not like you're 80 and you still don't know. 
did you know, though, when you met this woman at the Poulain when you went there, did you think, like, oh, this is what I want, I want to be an artist? Mm, I think I, I'm, I was decided, yeah. Because, to becoming an artist. So you knew yeah. this when you met her, when you had an interview, you said, yeah. so I want to... I want to pursue a career in art. Yeah, because when I when I went to Pôle Emploi, the the guy he, he gave me the the um, the stage to find the career, etc. But uh, I I knew deep inside me that I that I wanted to to write and to to paint and mm -hmm. to and to do this and not to to fool around again mm -hmm. <laughs> to do things that I didn't want to do and. But deep inside me, those things that I did before uh, in my studies and, and jobs, it really gave me a lot of things. Um, enrichir. Enriched. Enriched. Mm -hmm. Enriched me. And it's good too. It was strange because this year I... I have decided to do things that I wanted to do. It was uh, I began the year in September, thinking this year I'm starting my life over, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm doing the things that I want to do. So I opened my Instagram. I begin re, re begin to um, to write, and so it was uh, maybe an achievement. For me, well, it's something. kind of an, a nice confirmation that you're yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, because I was um, I was changing my mind. Before I was um, often in the negative negative thoughts, mm -hmm. and I was changing my mind in positive thoughts and wanting to be in positive mm -hmm. vibrations. So it's a new me. <laughs> How did you feel going to that first meeting? It was impressive too because this man, his name is Freddy, is not talkative. So he's looking at you. I had to talk on my own. So oh. I was okay. Um, so we we talked about the show and maybe the installation and uh, how um, he wanted maybe to to uh, install the the works. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we had a lot of wine. <laughs> that equalizes everything. Good. <laughs> How did you choose the works? At first, we wanted to to put the all the water colors uh, in the vitrine mm -hmm. in front of the magasin. Mm -hmm. Put uh, all the blues and the the blacks uh, on the on the black wall. But um, when um, when I brought the works. On the installation day, uh, we realized that uh, the watercolors and the blues and the blacks were really great together. Mm -hmm. And so we put uh, the blues instead, mm -hmm. uh, some blues instead, uh, in the vitrine. Mm -hmm. They were hanging on a chain and it mm -hmm. was really great because they were turning. Oh, cool. Yeah, the the installation were, was, was great because... It chooses um, the places where the the painting had to go, but sometimes I, because I agreed with him sometimes, mm -hmm. but sometimes I told him that it was not that great and it 
to add some some paintings. It was uh, it was cool that um, a man like him, not talkative and mm. with great taste, because he is a great artist, listened to me. Mm. Me with my uh, 26 years old, and uh, yeah, I but you know your work. Yeah. So that that counts for something. Uh, yeah, I, I know my works, but uh, I didn't know them together. Mm. So it was like a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Which one goes to which one? So it was like a a mystery, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really hard to put them together and know which one will 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 be great next mm -hmm. to which one. It was long and hard and. I was really exhausted after because <laughs> I had to, uh, yeah, I didn't didn't see that coming. In fact, did you? <laughs> did that reveal anything new to you about your work or yourself? That process when you got to see them kind of all together, did that make a new picture for you about what you do? Mm, maybe to like them more because some of them. Like I told you, were were made in a in times of trouble, mm -hmm. really, really great trouble. Not great, but trouble. And some of them, I don't, I, I couldn't like them. It was like I put some peinture mm -hmm. on paper. You you see that the the faces they are aching. Mm -hmm. There is something really painful about them. And when I look at them now, something has changed. It's like they are reconciliés. Uh, reconciled. Reconciled with, mm -hmm. with, uh, with me and with uh, the world. Because they have been put together with the other one, the one who are maybe healed and um, in flesh and... Uh, and the other one were not in flesh. They were not uh, incarnated. Why did you show them? It sounds like they were so intimate. Yeah. That's, it takes a lot of courage to reveal that. Yeah. The, the, it, it was really intimate. And that was why it was so painful maybe to... Uh, not painful, but um, impress, impressive to, to show them. Mm-hmm. But did you, did he ask, did Freddie ask for those specifically? Yeah, yeah, or did yeah. you say, oh, and then I have these as well. I don't like them, but you can show them. Mm, no, he wanted to, he wanted um, them to, for the exhibition. He, he, he took my, um, my portfolio mm -hmm. and he, he, he selected the, 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 the works that he wanted. Okay. And uh, it was a really... Um, instinctive mm -hmm. for him to to put the um, to take the one that he wanted mm -hmm. and um and it worked very well mm -hmm. the works um they completed together mm -hmm. the ones that that were plenty and the ones that that were uh, maybe empty or you know the about the portrait and mm -hmm. the, the the lines so it was really interesting how did you talk yourself into saying, okay, he asked for these, especially the ones that you made when when you were feeling more troubled? Mm. How did you talk yourself into releasing those to someone else? 
yeah, it's it's you expose yourself. I, I exposed myself a little bit, but I was okay with that. So I I couldn't blame him. Maybe it was it was okay for me mm -hmm. to just give up a little bit of that of that past, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was okay for me to to just uh, just breathe. How did you feel that day leading up to the vernissage? It was a special day because it was a snowy day. So there was electricity in the air. And it was a, it was really a special day for me and I think from, uh, for everyone. I woke up very early and I mm -hmm. went to the printing place where I printed uh, some uh, cards. And... Um, I uh, had a great time with my best friend mm -hmm. and uh, we, uh, how do you say in English, to uh, cut them. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to cut mm -hmm. them. And it was, a, it was a good day. And then I had to, to be a little bit with myself so I can concentrate, focus. Mm -hmm. And then I arrived to the place a little bit uh, in advance. There were nobody, so I was totally on my own. And it was... Uh, really awkward because I didn't know what to okay. do. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, what do I do? And Those are the times when you wish you smoked. Yeah. You know, like, it'd be useful to have a cigarette right now. <laughs> so it was, um, it was really, really funny. And then all the people arrived mm -hmm. all at a time. So it was uh, like, a, like a bomb. It was funny because I didn't do, um, I didn't know how to deal with it. Everybody talked to me to explain about uh, my my paintings, and I I didn't uh, I didn't know how to do. So it was really impressive <laughs> this way too. But you were surrounded by people who love you. Yeah. So that makes it easier. Yeah. But how do you feel now about having your first vernissage? So the reason I'm talking to you about this today is because normally when people interview artists, it's artists who have had a few installations, a few expos. They've been around for a while. They're not this brand new mm -hmm. artist. And it's easy to forget, I think, for mm -hmm. artists, for anyone, when you enter your profession and you're maybe in it for a few years or 10 years or something, you forget what that first time feels like. It's a very special moment mm. to capture. And you did a great job telling me about like how you felt before and all these wonderful things. But how do you feel after? How did you feel when you walked out of the, the gallery that night and you went home? And how do you feel now? Right after, when I, when I went home, I'm, I was exhausted. It was a magic moment. And I, I was uh, walking home with friends, with one of my best friends, and um, I, I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I just uh, didn't realize, you know, sometimes when something's really great happens to you, yeah. you just, you don't realize. Mm -hmm. And it's just someday, maybe a month or two months later, that you realize that it just happened to you. Mm -hmm. Something just really cool. You, you had a magical night. Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it was that what happened to me, a magical evening with some friends of mine and some random people that I didn't know and were amazing to me. 
and to my works because what was important was not me but my works mm -hmm. and uh, it was really important and now what I f feel about that I have to to be ready for uh, for me and for mm -hmm. the one and uh, to keep on keep on painting because um, it's uh, it's the beginning. Did it make you feel confident? Did it give you some confidence as an artist? Is it kind of legitim it, it legitimizes you when someone else says, ah, I see the value in your work? Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't, I, I have trouble to see myself as an artist because I'm not, I'm not a, a confident person. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's hard for me to, to see myself as, a, as an artist. What do you think it would take to convince you that you're an artist? Can you imagine? I don't know. If you have a painting in the Louvre. <laughs> no. I, I sent uh, a painting. Did you? Yeah. Yeah? Last, uh, it was the March 13, and it was uh, the portrait of George Stinney. It's a really important uh, painting for me because it's the um, the portrait of a young afro-american who was um uh electrocuté par uh, error wrongly yeah executed yeah the youngest uh, boy who the who youngest was, person to ever younger. be executed yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. In, uh, in, uh, in america so it was when i heard this story i i was so Emotional about this, so yeah. I, I had to, to paint his portrait. And you sent this portrait to the Louvre? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you hear back from them? No. <laughs> no, not yet. No. I've sent it to um, a nice man, um, Franck Andrieux. He's a, um, he's a comedian and um, he's an intellectual too. Mm -hmm. And uh, really nice. We had a chat about everything, art. Mm -hmm. Poetry, literature. It was really um, enrich enrichment. Enriching. Enriching. Mm -hmm. You can see Manon's work in her upcoming exhibition, opening the 19th of May at Théâtre de Verre, located at 12 Rue Henri Rubière at Place des Fêtes in the 19th arrondissement in Paris. And you can follow her work on Instagram at avril underscore 1970. That's A-V-R-I-L underscore 1970. She's a true Manon of the spring. Special thanks to Thomas Chamoyarira for his audio engineering, Station Master David Blanc, and the beautiful studios of World Radio Paris for hosting us for this interview. Music used in this episode is Jazzy Frenchie by Ben Sounds, used under Creative Commons and available for download as royalty-free music at bensounds.com. Artipus is an independently produced podcast supporting artists, museums and galleries, and local musicians. If you connected to this episode, please support the making of the next one. Just click on the Donate button at our website, www.artipus.com. That's A-R-T-I-P-O-E-U-S dot
transcripts and photos of this episode and more are available at medium.com. You're probably listening to us on SoundCloud or iTunes or on Acast for Android, but you can also stream us through one of our media partners. World Radio Paris, the first all-English radio station in the City of Light. Reaching over one million English speakers in Grand Paris, WRP broadcasts syndicated shows and locally produced content 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Broadcasting on digital audio band, look for World Radio Paris or call letters WRP. Find the full schedule at worldradioparis.fr. Bear Radio. Bear Radio is Berlin's first English-language podcast network, bringing together the best producers, hosts, and personalities in Berlin. Bear Radio curates Berlin-based programming that immerses, informs, and entertains. For a complete show list, visit bearradio.org. Glarify.com, the world's first art map app. The interactive global mapping tool that lets you locate artist studios, openings, and exhibits in your town and around the world. Sign up at Glarify.com. The Dark Rooms, a curator and artist collective dedicated to reaching beyond the art market through pop-up immersive art experiences in Berlin and beyond. Learn more at thedarkrooms.de. Gallery A Plus in Berlin, an independent exhibition space providing emerging artists a concentrated platform for presentation and discussion for a divergent art audience. Learn about upcoming exhibits and events at aplusaplus.de. Stuzu, the studio exchange for artists, helping artists find new inspiration in new places and grow their art. It's like creative Airbnb. List your studio at stuzu.com. Artipus is very proud to support Hangar One, a nonprofit organization helping Berlin's war zone migrants integrate into their new communities through art. Please support their work at hangarone.org. I'm Susie Colick, and you've been listening to Artipus, art you can hear. <laughs>